branding meets marketing in this episode, I'm gonna give you my top tips to avoid a marketing disaster. Hey there, welcome to another edition of the Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Aloisi, coming to you from Tampa, Florida. Today, we're gonna be talking about the seven marketing mistakes that brands can make. But before we get into today's show topic, I want to tell you about some pretty cool stuff that we've got going on. Now on the brandingpodcast.com, you can actually vote for next week's episode. So it's become a much more democratic show. You, the listener, have a chance to vote for what we're going to be talking about next week. The four choices you have right now are the power of the personalized experience being number one, number two, the branding lessons learned from human instincts, number three, how to pick the right name, and number four, what colors say about your brand. Those are the four choices for next week's episode, and whoever gets the most votes, whichever one of these gets the most votes, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. So... This is your chance to weigh in on what you want to hear on this podcast. While you're over there on thebrandingpodcast.com, my new book, The Seven Elements of Highly Effective Advertisements, is now available for free when you sign up for the Branding Podcast newsletter. So in addition to getting really great tips and tricks and insights monthly, I'm going to give you this special gift, this guide that I've written for you so that you can start to advertise better so that you never have a dud ever, ever, ever again. So if you're a regular listener to this show, you know that every single week we call out the top cities that were listening to this podcast the week prior. So here is our top five cities. Number one, Miami, Florida. Number two, Los Angeles, California. Number three, San Francisco, California. Number four, Tuckahannock, Pennsylvania. And number five, Washington, D.C. Thank you so much for listening to this show, for sharing it with your friends and sharing it with your colleagues. Our audience continues to grow week after week. And that's all because of you. So it's time to get into it, the seven marketing mistakes that brands make. And I'd like to just say, if your brand can avoid these mistakes, if you can prevent yourself from this happening to you, you're going to have a huge, huge leg up on your competition. Mistake number one, not knowing what one customer is worth. Often I come across a struggling brand, and during our discovery session, I ask one simple question. So what's an average customer worth to you? The response that comes out first is rarely the number we reach at the end of the session. Now, usually I get an answer that calculates an average purchasing price. I deal mostly with country clubs, so they'll generally add up the initiation fee and possibly include the monthly dues over the course of one year that their members actually contribute to the club. Now, at that point, I'll ask, in the case of golf and country clubs, if the members occasionally have a meal at the club. Of course, the answer is always yes. Then I'll go on to ask if they ever attend any of the club events. Yes, of course they do. Well, do they ever rent the event space for a wedding or for a party, for a meeting? Then I ask, do they ever bring guests that pay card fees and tennis court fees? Do they ever purchase anything from the pro shop? And all those answers, yes, 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 and yes. So now we're getting somewhere. Now we know that one customer, or in this case, one member, is worth a whole lot more than just their dues alone. 
So then I ask a question that even the sharpest of owners, general managers, and membership directors rarely account for. Do they ever refer their friends? And at this point, I've really got them thinking. Until you have the numbers right on what a customer is actually worth, there's no point in trying to figure out how much you should spend on marketing to them. There's also no way to accurately gauge their impact on your bottom line or to what means you should go to retain them as clients or as customers. So the first action step I want you to take today is to find out what one customer is worth to your brand. So if you've ever heard the term lifetime customer value, that's what I mean. The lifetime customer value is a pretty simple calculation. On the show notes of this podcast, I'm going to actually include a worksheet for you, but I'm also gonna spell it out for you right now. To find your average lifetime customer value, you need to take the average sales price of your product or service, you wanna subtract that against the average cost to produce that product or service. Now you wanna multiply that by how often customers repurchase from you in their lifetime. You wanna subtract your marketing costs, what it took to actually get that client or customer. And there you have it, you have a lifetime customer value. The lifetime customer value is one of the most important pieces of information you need to have about your brand right now. Let's move on to marketing mistake number two, and that's forgetting to keep track of the marketing results. Many brands aren't tracking their marketing results, and they don't know what's working and what's not. They're throwing their advertising dollars around, just hoping for something to work with no plan in place. How do they know where to put their money the next time? I assume they just must like gambling. I get these wild answers all the time. Things like, I think we got a few new customers from the last direct mail campaign we ran. Or I might hear, I know we got some calls, but I'm not sure where they heard about us. Listen, this is a dangerous game to play and one that's sure to close your doors sooner than later. Make sure to track absolutely everything. If you don't know what a win is, you will always fail. That is a promise from me to you. I don't wanna see you fail. I want you to start tracking every single thing as it relates to your marketing. Now, before we move on to marketing mistake number three, here's a message from our podcast sponsor, The Solution Associates. Hi, entrepreneurs. This is Charlie of The Solution Associates. We help companies like yours increase profitability through applied technology and custom software development. We boost productivity by using proven Lean Six Sigma methods of eliminating waste and creating consistent performance. Basically, we turn busy into productive. We work with firms of any size. Just recently, we helped a locksmith here in Tampa save nearly $28,000 a year by finding the right service and customer management program and then showing Casey, the owner, how to configure it to get the most bang for his buck. From consulting services and analysis to custom software development, our team will help you build your business and extract those hidden dollars. So give me a call at 813-984-1836 for a free 15-minute analysis and start finding your hidden money. Guys, I definitely recommend you give Charlie and his team a call. They've been successful in helping entrepreneurs just like you save thousands and thousands of dollars. And I wouldn't have them as a resource for this show unless I knew that they could help my listeners out there. All right, so mistake number three is thinking that throwing money around will fix things. So often this goes hand in hand with number two, 
often brands that aren't tracking what they're doing and what's working and what's not just start throwing their marketing money around when things are going bad. When customer numbers drop, they start to place ads in the newspaper. They decide all of a sudden they're going to dump some funds into an AdWords account and run some paper clicks, or they start suddenly sending out weekly email blasts out of the blue. With no plan and no way to track it, they think that new business will just start flowing in. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. You need to define your niche, find where they're hiding, and speak to them in a tone that they can relate to. If you've listened to other episodes, you know what I mean. And if you haven't, go back and check out some of these things that we're talking about. The last mistake for this episode is mistake number four, not having a great loyalty program or a remarketing program. So loyalty programs do exactly what it sounds like. They actually keep somebody loyal to you and to your brand. It gives them a reason to keep coming back. I strongly recommend you find ways to implement a loyalty program in your business. If you don't know what I mean by a loyalty campaign, I'm talking about things like buy nine ice creams, get the 10th ice cream free. We've all heard that one. Or how about the ultimate loyalty program, the airline frequent flyer miles. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about loyalty programs, things that will keep coming back, maybe ways you can gamify that process. Just giving reasons for people to come back and interact with your brand. So the other thing here is remarketing programs. Remarketing programs directed at former customers often yield great results for a very, very little cost. My own business consultant once told me on the first day that we met that the easiest person to sell is the one who just bought. It was true then, and it still holds true today. Past customers are familiar with their brand, and barring a circumstance where you severely offended them, they'll probably at least consider coming back if you ask nicely enough. They may have disappeared for reasons like temporary economic hardship. Quite possibly, they're back, they have money now again, and they just forgot how much they enjoyed your product or service. So remind them. So those are today's four tips. There are three more tips. Those are coming to you in episode 16. So come back next week and bring a friend with you. One last reminder, go to thebrandingpodcast.com and get your free copy of my new book, The Seven Elements of Highly Effective Ads. I promise you'll be glad you did. It's a short read. It's about a 60-minute read, but it's packed full of information on how to correctly create an effective ad that will win customers. Until next week, here's to your success.